Full Court Press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Full Court Press. Eric Franton, AJ Salveson. Uh, still trying to get our ducks in a row here. We've uh, been both kind of crazy busy. But here we are. Uh, I don't know what's been more busier. Eric, myself, MLB, or NBA. But here we are anyways. Uh, Eric, i got to switch your mic. Don't talk anything. I don't say a word. Hold on, mic. There we go. Now you're good to go. Speak away. Speak at your heart's desire. Great. So, Eric, why do you... You are such a jerk. You know, listeners, Eric's mic's going. You know, Eric lost his privileges. I'm Ajay Salveson, and you're going to be listening to me on the Full Court Press. Uh, if you want to take... He's not even on. Finally. I'm over here trying to talk, and you keep Dude, silencing you weren't me. even on. You weren't even on. I was trying to talk to you, you were, and no, you're you trying weren't. to be you know, a big man behind the mic, you know, behind Eric, the board. It'd be really cool if you could show up on time to our show every now and then. So I didn't have to. The music was going, and as it uh, was time for us to start talking, I was here. I was on time. Yeah. Uh, if you want to text into our show, 435-339-0321. If you have hung with us in the uh, slow portion of the summer, then you realize that today is it. It is our last one-hour show until May of next year. A lot's back. changing. Yeah, coming back to full two hours uh, next week will also mark the beginning of Utah State football. Uh, their camp is getting underway next week. We got oh, noticed today. I need to text Travis Cox. That's some fun stuff going on uh, later on uh, next week. High school football teams are doing their scrimmages because the following week will be the opening week of high school football. we got some exciting things going on next uh, Friday for some of those schools, so stay tuned for that. Um, but, yeah, you're right, Audrey, a very busy 24 hours from the NBA draft and trades that were being made ahead of the draft, trades that happened during the draft in the late, Evening hours and even through the early morning hours, it continued. The Jazz were involved in some of those. Nimi Keta, he's got a new home. And then the uh, Major League Baseball trade deadline came and went, and boy, there was there a lot of activity. Uh, the most in, uh, all-stars traded in one season. Very busy deadline. Uh, perhaps one of the biggest, uh, uh, busiest teams involved were the Chicago Cubs. Not necessarily with who they were getting or who they were going after, but who they were giving up. The starting lineup tonight for the Cubs has a lot of unfamiliar faces for Cubs fans. Yeah, there's a few guys that are still here. Hayward, Bodie, Arietta's on the mound. But there are a lot of guys that uh, we're not used to seeing in the starting lineup for the Chicago Cubs. So uh, let's let's go through some of the updates that we've got so far in uh, before the trade lane or trade deadline ended today, about two o'clock, so two hours ago, uh, finally came to a halt. Uh, but 
we'll start with one of the bigger ones, and that was I gotta go find it. Uh, Max Scherzer looked like he was headed. Yeah, Max Scherzer looked like he was headed to the Padres, which was all handy dandy for all the Padre fans. Well, here come the Dodgers, and they decide to uh, to get saucy. Uh, and not only do they take Max Scherzer, but they also get Trey Turner. And I'm looking for the official trade in itself, and I can't find it. Oh, by the way, <laughs> wouldn't you be surprised? San Diego's trying to unload Eric Hosmer's contract. Who would have ever thought? Owed $59 million through 2025. I would have tried. <laughs> it's just unreal. Um, God, where's that deal, man? Who did they get out of him? Well... So you're talking about uh, the Nationals sent Scherzer and uh, and Trey Turner and Trey Turner to to uh, the Dodgers. What did the Dodgers get in return, though? Yeah, what did the Nationals get in return? You mean? Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, what did they get? I know they got some future prospects. All is that Jeff Passan kept saying is that uh, it was like a huge like load of prospects, and I think a draft pick including some cash compensation. Yeah, I think it was mostly like future stuff. It wasn't like players for now. It's a lot of future consideration, uh, upcoming uh, prospects. Uh, so, in I, I guess that Dodgers farm system is highly valued around the around Major League Baseball. So, if you can get somebody from their farm league, uh, then you're going to get somebody who could be a good up and comer player. But uh, so that those are two all stars that got moved. Cubs sent a couple of all stars, uh, and so what was it? Ten different all stars that you're yeah. traded this season. Yep, crazy. Nine three one. So very five. busy time. Uh, will somebody from the full court press be the first person to ask about situational punting at USU Football Media Day? And I'm using the app. Oh yeah, roll call. Sorry. How you listening? Where are you listening from? How you doing? It's a Friday. I'm having a depressing Friday. It's, Why are you having a depressing oh, dude, Friday? It sucks. Your man. team didn't get raided. Your team didn't. Our just team didn't get raided. Decide no, to fold it did. the yes, tent. Yes, it did. Dude, yes, it did. Absolutely get raided. The baseball gods were like, you know what? We're gonna just take all your players. Acuna, give us your ACL. Ozuna, give us your mentality because you can't <laughs> freaking just stay sane. Uh, Freddie Freeman, we like you too much, so you're gonna stay normal. Everyone else is just gonna play. I mean, our leading pitcher right now has a like. I think what fourth highest ERA in the NL, dude. He's our ace right now. I mean, we are just you. You don't understand what it's like to be a Braves fan because you've had it better than me. So congratulations. I've had it better than you. Yes. When when did you win the World Series? 2016. Great. So we won it 20 years before. I mean, 20 years ago, and we've been to two other ones. And we couldn't win those. As a Braves fan. It's been rough for 49-51. Ronald Acuna Jr., Mike Soroka, injuries. Ozuna went crazy. Uh, Jacques Peterson is here, but he's he's in a minute consistent, to be honest with you. Uh, Travis Arnardo, or whatever his name is, he's finally recovering from his injuries, but it's still going to be another two weeks. Well, it was a very busy uh, draft, excuse me, trade deadline in Major League Baseball. Sometimes it kind of whimpers; it doesn't really gain much steam. But uh, man, a lot of lot of big names on the move today. Certainly, it started uh, uh, earlier in the day yesterday. The it looked like 
Scherzer was going to San Diego, and then it changed, and they got even a sweeter deal going to Chicago, or excuse me, Chicago, to uh, Los Angeles. Uh, kind of a similar deal with the another Los Angeles team. The Lakers looked like they were going to swing a deal with the with the Sacramento Kings, and all of a sudden, quickly pivot and get uh, Russell Westbrook also out of the D.C. area. So, uh, kind of funny how that ended up working. But uh, Russell Westbrook going to uh, the Lakers, uh, one of the bigger uh, draft trades that took place uh, yesterday. Um, so very very busy day with a lot of people on the move. Okay, so I found the I found the Dodgers trade. So we're gonna be all over the place today. It's just kind of where the day's been. But Max Scherzer's trade Turner go to the Dodgers. The Dodgers will send the Nationals four prospects: uh, uh, Josiah Gray, uh, Kiebert Ruiz, and Gerardo Carrillo. And outfielder Donovan Casey. Uh, Gray and Ruiz were rated by ESPN's Kylie McDaniel as the Dodgers' top two prospects. Great 36. McDaniel was ranked at 74. So they're sending a pitcher who's 8 and 4 with a 2.76 ERA in his 19 starts this season uh, to the Dodgers. And they're one of the best infielders, or one of the best infielders in the league. That's just a horrible trade. Like, I don't know what you're trying to... I don't know why you're giving up. And, I mean, so... The Dodgers, obviously, are now the clear-cut favorite to win the National League. Probably the clear-cut favorite to win it all now, right? Well... I mean, by I, far and away. I don't know, because uh, they're they're not the best team in the National League. That's the San Francisco Giants. Well, and just people were getting upset. Turner. That's going to help you. Well, it certainly is going to help. But uh, people are getting upset in the Bay Area, like, look what the Dodgers are doing. We should do something. Uh, and then they did. They got Chris Bryant from the Chicago Cubs. 5 6 three, four. It's been 26 years since the Braves won the World Series. I just want to go home today. <laughs> Dude, 26 years. Oh, man, that is a kick to the watch, Hobies. Thank you, 5 6 three, four. Appreciate you doing the math there for me. Uh, okay, so, yeah, Brian's going. Okay, yeah, so wait, can I ask you, as a Cubs fan, what hurts more? <laughs> Rizzo to the Yankees, Brian to the Giants, or Javi Baez to the Mets? What what kicks you in the stomach more? It, it just all makes me sick. I mean, the, it's all happened at the same time. Let it out. It's a safe place. Let's do this. No, it's, it's too no. raw. No, it's not raw. It's just, it's really frustrating. Is it frustrating, though? Like, you guys weren't winning in the first place, so why would you keep them? They weren't horrible. Yeah, that might be true. <laughs> they, were, they weren't a terrible team. What is their record right now, actually? Do you know? Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. Dude, Eric, they're 50-54. and 54. They're second to last in the NL Central. Well. <laughs> they're not horrible? <laughs> they have a minus 32 run differential, and they're 11 and a half games back of first place. Well, and they've lost three in a row. They weren't that far off until the, the, uh, the uppity-ups with the Chicago Cubs started making comments a couple of weeks ago before the All-Star break. I think we might have to uh, tear this whole thing down and start start from scratch again. I mean, what does that do for team confidence and morale? I mean, the writing's on the wall. Everybody knew all the top guys were going to be on the move. and we, They've known this for weeks. Okay, Eric, who's going to have the bigger factor on their team? 
Javi on the Mets, Brian to the Giants, or Rizzo for the Yankees? Who's going to have the bigger and more positive uh, impact? Man, that's a really good question. Let's talk. I know, I know you want to talk about this. Uh, I mean, at least, at least they go to good programs that are in the hunt right now. San Francisco's number one in the West. The Mets are number one in the East. Yankees, uh, where are they? They're number three in the American League East. So, I don't know. I mean, though, I'm not a really big fan of any New York club, so I guess I'm um, happier for Chris Bryant going to San Francisco. So you're just going to do this based off pettiness. Yes. Petty Wise is back in the house. That's right. <laughs> I love how bitter you sound right now. It is so much fun. Oh, goodness gracious. I love it. Uh, you know what's hard also? Uh-huh. Watching the goodbye videos that sh- the Chicago Cubs have put together. Thanking these players for their years in Chicago. That they've had made for about two months And now. you watch them, and you're like, oh, don't do that to me. It's hard to watch. Oh, man, it's so funny. I've, I've been laughing. Uh, 435-339-0321. If you're a baseball person, what do, give me your thoughts on the Max Scherzer trade. Or is your team doomed? Or is your team now better? Or is your team a World Series contender? Title favorite. Now, give me your thoughts on the uh, MLB trade deadline, 435-339-0321. Well, well, for me, I'm, I have to set my personal yes, disappointment aside. Please but do. What these trades have done, I mean, these are big names that are on the move over the last 24, 48 hours. An incredible amount of all-stars being traded. So uh, this kind of firms up some teams' positions where they currently are while it helps bolster others that are trying to get to where they need to be. So how much does this change the the race to the uh, World Series in Major League Baseball? Yeah, so the Yankees who were struggling with, because they had too many righties and needed a couple lefties, they go pick up two really solid lefties, one in Gallo, one in Rizzo. Yes. Uh, the Yankees, excuse me, the Red Sox. And by the way, the Yankees are eight and a half back of the Red Sox. And the Red Sox went and snagged Kyle Schwarber. So Kyle Schwarber is now headed to Boston. Oh, man, that's crazy. Uh, that's a good pickup for Boston. That is huge. Yeah, his his bat is swinging really well right now. He's uh, hitting a lot of home runs, really strong hitter. You could use him in sort of a way, and I'm not comparing the two, but you could use him in a way like uh, Greg, uh, or not Greg, David Ortiz, Big Poppy. Just as a DH guy, when you got a righty-lefty matchup, slug it away. Uh, 8-0-0-3, son of a... World Series contender, let's go Dodgers. You know what? That sucks. Oh, that's too bad. We got Dodger fans on the on the station, Eric. <laughs> that's a shame. Uh, okay, so for me, uh, the Padres didn't come out horrible on this. I mean, they did end up swinging and missing big time with the uh, with the Scherzer situation. I mean, but it wasn't all for naught. They did end up getting a pitcher. Uh, well, then they got Frazier from the Pirates too. By the way, uh, what do do do? What does Frazier even play? Is he oh second base? I was looking at the wrong Frazier. I was thinking it was like Todd Frazier. Yeah, Adam Frazier. Uh, headed over to uh, play for San Diego. That's a good pickup for him. They also got a pitcher. I got to find it now. Uh, I had it too. Anyways, uh, so not is all lost for the Padres. The problem being is that your whole entire division got better. A lot better. Really, really. Like, 
I Dodgers are already cream of the crop. Giants pick up a great third baseman. And you know what? I bet you Chris Bryant starts playing really good now. I start, I bet you he starts batting like 300. If he can stay healthy. Slugging it well. Oh, listen to you, Petty Wise. Listen I to hope, you. No, I hope he does well. I'm not mad at the players. I love these guys. Yeah, what is your uh yeah, what is your so I, I've I've loved watching these players play. I, I love their enthusiasm. They have l- been great for Chicago. Chicago's been great to them. It's uh th- this this is a franchise that is steeped in debt. And they are uh just having to come to cold hard realization about some choices they have to make to keep the team afloat. Uh, 9835 says, remember guys, the collective bargaining agreement with the union expires at the end of this season. Teams that throwing in uh, the towel on the season are dumping payroll larger than normal as they do not uh, holding or hold any large or many large contract with no idea what the CBA will bring next year if there is a next year. It's a good point. Right, shed some of that salary. You don't know what it's going to look like after this season. It could be a lockout. It could be a strike. Um, Cubs are like trying to position themselves. Well, they need to save money anyway. Yeah. And I think they're just finally coming to the realization: like, look, we've we've got to make some moves here. Got to start young. Got to start from scratch. Save some money in the process. I mean, they got. They got some young things to, to build upon, but still, it's hard. 8003, sorry, AJ. Born and raised in Dodger Blue. Hey, don't be sorry. <laughs> it's all right. I understand. I, uh, I was born and raised in Yankee Blue, then went to Braves. I decided to leave the Yankees and become a Braves guy, and I've been with the Braves ever since. And uh, it's been one of the biggest regrets I've ever had in my sports fandom career, is being a Braves fan. Uh, before we take a break, really quickly, winners, losers, and the trade deadline that you have that you think, and then we're going to talk to NBA here for the next uh, little while. Well, I think the Dodgers are the big winners. Um, yeah, without question, right? I mean, getting two All-Stars, another Dude, ace on the mound. nuts, man. Uh, another solid uh, uh, player that just he's got a good bat and plays good defense. Makes me want to throw up. Um, it shores up that, uh, uh, that, that pitching rotation for them. I think – I. Of course, I'm bitter, but I think the Chicago Cubs are the losers. Just how much they gave up, and this is a long-term play for them to get better. So, yeah. <laughs> so much fun. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh man, I was just looking at what the lineup will, or at least the uh, uh, rotation will look like, and this is without Trevor Bauer, by the way, too. But uh, well, that gonna... probably motivated a lot of what what happened here because they don't know when he's coming back. Lame though. Out of all the teams he goes to, so you're gonna. So in the past two days, right? Scherzer, Trey Turner to the Dodgers. Chris Bryant to the Giant. Baez, Amet, Rizzo, Gallo, Yankees. Kimbrels a White Sox. Schwarber is a Red Sox. Barrios is a Blue Jay. It's probably one of the better trade deadlines we've had in recent memory in regards to MLB. Like they spiced it up quickly. Yeah, a lot of moves. Uh, uh, if you've got a favorite team, you might want to check that roster because there's a pretty high chance it's uh, looking different today. And the other thing also is that the Dodgers blew over the uh, luxury tap. Do you want to know about how much? $102 million. 
Yeah, crazy, crazy day. Major League Baseball today going to the deadline. Also really busy in the NBA. Um, gosh, awesome to hear about Nimi Keta. You oh, hear his so name cool. called last night. So cool. Uh, we'll talk about his destination, if he fits in well there, what the Jazz did. Uh, a little bit later on, we'll also get into the uh, Friday Five Best. Speaking of the draft, what have been some of the best draft picks oh, by yeah, the Utah Jazz? Oh, yeah, we need to ask our Jazz? listeners that. So, yeah, if you want to weigh in on that, love to get your thoughts. What have been the best draft picks by the Utah Jazz? 435-339-0321 right here on the Full Court Press. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. What now, Chris Paul? He can opt out. He can become a free agent. He could stay there. I'm not somebody who says you should give him 30-plus million for three years because the reality is he didn't play against the best of the best to get to the NBA Finals, and eventually the NBA Finals wore him down. That's just the reality. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. And the winner is... Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. Voted best appliance dealer in northern Utah. This is Jay at Daryl's Appliance. We sincerely thank you, Cash Valley, for your vote. We want to share more great news by introducing the newest member of our Scratch and Dent family, Whirlpool. That's right. We now carry Whirlpool-made appliances at Scratch and Dent prices, always backed by our exclusive two-year warranty and our famous Daryl service team. Come check us out today. Daryl's West on Airport Road. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals, delivering food, supplies, and medicine, keeping communities safe, making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard, aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. Girls, us guys are always trying to score some brownie points, but we need all the help we can get. So dropping some subtle hints is helpful, such as your favorite food is Italian, you love the color green, and you want the ring from Jarek's Fine Jewelry, the place with the bright green cars on 930 North Main Street. Okay, so it might not be so subtle, but that's okay. Remember, we need the help. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Now remember, just tell him it's the place with the bright green cars. Ascent Aesthetics is quickly becoming the choice of those looking for Botox, fillers, skincare, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical grade facials, and more. Doctors Blotter Benyon and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat have assembled an incredible staff that want to meet and help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. At Ascent Aesthetics, it's always education first. Visit Ascent Aesthetics in their new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Go to AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com for more details. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Full Court Press, Eric France and Ajay Salveson, 425, your time, our last... One hour show, and then we go back to two hours on Monday. Condolences to all you people. Uh, NBA draft last night. Uh, we're going to get through uh, winners, losers, surprises, uh, who did well, who did not do well. But let's first, Eric, congratulations to Namiyash Keta. Yeah, so cool. How cool is that, man? That's awesome. I'm, uh, I, 
I didn't see Sacramento being that team. I honestly, I thought New Orleans would pick him up. I thought maybe Milwaukee would maybe swoop in. That obviously wasn't the case. Sacramento, though. And really, if all works out, um, you know, Kendrick Perkins is kind of a nutcase, but he thinks Namish could be starting by the end of the season. Yeah, he made when they came back from commercial, the, uh, the uh, ESPN commentators talking about the Nimi selection to Sacramento. And it was fun to hear them talk about him. Uh, they watched his film. They had to, they showed some film on him. They showed, they talked about some of the games that he played, the double doubles that he had, and Perk saying, you know, I, I think by the end of next year, he could be the starter. Uh, and, uh, you know, maybe uh, they don't really have a strong group of centers there in Sacramento. So, sure, there's a chance he could be there. Um, the vast majority of those trying to predict the draft had Nimi going a lot lower than what he actually did. Mm-hmm. 39th? He went 39th. Which, by the way, is the highest since Brian Jackson, 1981, who went 26th in the first round to Portland. Yeah, highest Aggie in 30 years. Uh, so, uh, really exciting to see what he's, his name get called, to see the highlight reel, get him talked about, uh, and... Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to see the reaction of him yeah. when he got the news. He was with his mom. Got a chance to hug his mom. Super cool. So super, really excited for Nimi uh, going to Sacramento. Now, great that he got his name called. That he got called as high as he did. What's I, I think he'll have some opportunity there. What are you saying, Eric? But just say it. Sacramento is just a not well-run organization. They're in. Yes, some struggles. That so would be a nice way I, to put it. I feel bad for Nimi that he's going to an organization that consistently and constantly fails its players. So I hope he can get some training and catch somebody's eye and uh, get a chance to go somewhere else after a little bit. I'll tell you this. Um, <laughs> the Kings fans were not th- thrilled about Nimi Ishketa. They uh, they were pretty upset. Uh, I will not read you the messages to the uh, Kings post-draft uh, press conference, <laughs> but they were not thrilled about Nami Ishketa. Uh, but uh, we know it here. We're going to uh, play the audio. This is it's a video, but it's when Nami Ishketa gets drafted. Uh, yeah, here you go. We'll see right there. It's just a video of his uh, of him hugging his mom. I uh, did have quite a few people there to watch him get drafted. Not sure who everybody is because not a lot of those people look like they related to Keta. It just looked like he's in a restaurant somewhere. Yeah, uh, they're just gonna dude okay, so hanging here, out here. And, and I've said this before. If he was in Portugal, that was a early morning or really late night. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he's at. I don't even want to know. Anyways, his mom uh, was there. Uh, and I, I talked about this yesterday, but just the story of Namiya Keta. I don't know if you guys know the the whole background of Eric Peterson, Coach Peterson, who's uh, formerly of Utah State, now at uh, in Salt Lake City with Craig Smith at uh, Utah. But the story of er- uh, Coach Peterson going over to Portugal and getting Namiya back to the U.S. and to Utah State Dude, that is one for the books. 
that is an incredibly uh, just crazy story. But it, everybody owes oh, Diogo Brito. Yeah, a big hand yeah. on that I, one. Ex- making that's that happen. A hundred percent right. Uh, and, and Coach Peterson and, and, and Brito did all the work on that one, and people need to know that. Uh, very, and I'm, I'm going to say this politely, but very little work was done by Craig Smith for Namish Keta. <laughs> I'm going to just put it straight up and straight out there, and I know that for a fact. I've, I know that 110% to be true. Uh, 9315, how does social media account for an NBA team get a picture on one of their draft picks? Um, uh, took a photo of him. <laughs> well, maybe what he's, I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to decipher what Leon's trying to text to us, but, uh, the Sacramento Kings, their official social media account had a picture of Nimi in his Utah state Jersey. And it looked like a 10 year old, like colored it in. <laughs> Uh, some uh, Microsoft Dude, color don't, don't man paint <laughs> program <laughs> like just co- colored over it purple kind of scribbled the twenty three onto the jersey and and white it was very uh, yeah very basic <laughs> very childlike maybe I don't know if that's what nine three one five is referring to but uh, the the sac- official Sacramento Kings social media account. Uh, tried to make Keta look like he was wearing a uh, um, a Sacramento uniform. Yeah, <laughs> it's really bad. God bless. It's really art. bad. Uh, hey, really quickly, I think it's about at this point. There are some comments made by Monte McNair, the most hated GM in the NBA from its own fans, as of right now. Uh, he talks a little bit about Keta. I'll have to find it and then maybe come back when we play it when we come after break. But uh, well, I'll try and get some audio from. Those who made the selection of Namiya Ishketa. Ke- uh, Again, he goes at 39. That's uh, the highest since Brian Jackson of 81, who went to Portland. And it's the first time in Aggie history they've had back-to-back years of back-to-back a- uh, Aggies being drafted in the first two rounds. And another first, the first uh, native of Portugal drafted into the NBA. So a lot oh, of firsts yeah. there. Some really exciting time here for, for Nimi, for his home country. So I when, when I saw the pick come through over the screen... I sent out a tweet. Pretty simple. There it is. Because there's a running joke that you, you draft an Aggie and you win the NBA championship. That's what worked with Sam Merrill and the Milwaukee Bucks. So just kind of joking around with that. And I said, my tweet, there it is. Namiya Keta heading to Sacramento. We can safely assume the Kings will win the NBA championship in 2022. Aj, I'm approaching 700 likes and 95 retweets. What? And Are you serious? A lot of... A lot of names uh, and handles in uh, in Portuguese, and uh, a lot Eric of people a, I do not know. You had a tweet go viral. <laughs> it's been kind of funny. Uh, that's uh, taken off, and it, it's still happening. Like I just got another like just as I've been speaking about this. Started last night. It's been going through the evening and all day today. Oh man, you had a tweet go viral, it's dude. It's been kind of comical. Man. Yeah. That is not, and of course, those who've been following the situation, a lot of Aggie fans are saying it's going to be a Sacramento-Milwaukee final, uh, and uh, we'll see who who eventually wins. But uh, I, I kind of doubt that Sacramento will actually be there. Uh, but anyway, it's been fun to see how this has happened, what the reactions are, uh, the reactions among Aggie faithful, 
uh, people who... I love how people just took your tweet so serious. They're like, no, uh, no, it's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Kings are going to the finals. Lakers uh, are. Okay, calm down, people. Uh, yeah, so, okay, uh, really quickly. Um, not really quickly, but Utah Jazz. Uh, Grimes ends up getting picked up before it gets to Utah. I mean, it was close. It was though. close. It was close. And I think the Jazz were like, maybe, maybe. And, and another one that I was really watching for, I thought he would fit in perfectly for what Utah needed, was Miles McBride. He gets taken. Yeah, where did he go? Do you know? I need to look it up again. Uh, but so the Jazz are coming up and kind of eager to see what they do. All of a sudden, we hear the Jazz are trading out of the first round. I'm like, oh. This team really doesn't want anybody. Um, so they trade down. But really, after th- kind of thinking about it a little bit more, it was a genius move. The Jazz moved down 10 spots. They don't go too far down. They don't have to worry about a guaranteed contract from a first-round draft pick. And they get future second-round picks. So they still end up getting the guy they wanted, no, they never and wanted And they get multiple Butler. future picks. They never wanted Butler. I see, I don't buy that from those jazz people. Well, I, look, I don't know if he was the singular guy they wanted. I'm pretty sure there's a number of guys that were on the board they would have loved to have. But to say it's the guy they they specifically wanted, I think that's just maybe a little hyperbole. But they're saying, look, this is a guy who, according to our, our analysis and our uh, pre-draft research that we've been doing, we felt this was a guy who would be a late lottery guy. So to have him fall all the way to 40, it was like really exciting. But if he's going to be that good and fall all the way to 40, what do we do? We not know? What are we missing? Yeah, I'm with you on if this. If he's really that good, why wasn't he selected sooner? I know there's some concern about some health conditions, uh, past uh, knee issues, Maybe a heart thing, um, but uh, there's no question he's a gamer, great player, great competitor, part of the national championship Baylor Bears, and um, he looks like he could be a guy that could fit into the Utah system and be a good contributor, a good rotation player, a guy that could back up uh, Royce O'Neal for sure. I uh, I understand that sometimes you don't. Get like what's the point of taking two second rounders? Because I'm going to be shocked if they use either second rounder. If they're not going to be like, you know what, we can just trade these, go back, you know, and and, and grab some guy that we're going to ship off to the G League. I mean, I'm glad they got the Butler dude. I mean, according to Tony Jones of the Athletic, he's really, really good, very good ball player. I just felt we could have done it a different way without coughing up everything we have. And then the whole Derek Favors and a first-round pick going to Oklahoma City for a second-rounder. Can you explain to me the logic besides the all-well helps us financially when you weren't even... It wasn't really going to help you financially because you're still in the luxury tap, especially if you re-sign Mike Conley. Help me understand the good part to this because I don't see any of it. Well, I've been trying to figure out... Yeah, if you didn't hear, uh, Derek Favors traded today. He's going to Oklahoma City. Uh, Jazz not only send Derek to uh, to Oklahoma City, they also send a future first round pick. And ex- in exchange, what do the Jazz get back? They get the worst of a, of the second round picks available to Oklahoma City. So, look, they Oklahoma City has a Scrooge McDuck bank of 
future draft picks. And what do they send back to Utah in exchange for a future first-rounder and a veteran center <laughs> power forward? For the cheap? They send the worst of their second-round picks available. And the Jazz track. Great. Awesome. You got a deal. How, if I'm Derek Favors, how am I not just totally offended by this move? Yeah. Like this is how little you think of me. But I, I think look, I'm I'm positive the Jazz were trying to move Favors in some kind of a draft deal, draft trade last night. This deal happened at six thirty AM today. So there had been talks last night ongoing and finally it was it happened. So I'm glad the we Jazz just, are I'm just glad we shedding. Yeah, I'm they're glad just we just shedding salaries here. Settled. We settled. It's gross. I look. There's some cash considerations. It has to be somewhat even. Hey, is that? But what if, there has what, to be cash considerations. The Jazz are going to save themselves. What is it? Thirteen to fifteen million dollars. That's not a lot in the NBA. No, but it does help specifically if you're going to try to go after and try to retain Mike Connolly, who's going to be costing you thirty something million. 75 million, 80 million. It's not worth it. I mean, it's just bad decision making by the front office. 2787. Uh, no, I did not color that picture Eric was talking about. Are you serious? No, that was not me. Uh, 4260 says, You guys should have Justin Zanuck do the pick six instead of AJ. He literally knew that picks 31 through 39 would pass on Jared Butler. Okay. Did I lose pick six again? Well, we don't know yet. We'll know on Monday. I love how excited you sound, Eric. God, <laughs> you suck. Look, right. I love Derek Favors. Uh, he's I'm been part of the him. team for a long time. I think he's a high-character guy. Um, make, just allowing him to be a power forward slash center, not trying to make him a stretch four is the better thing. But it was... It was clear. It was obvious. When Rudy Gobert went off the floor, the Jazz gave up more points, and they couldn't score as many points either. Derek Favors did not help them offensively or defensively. Now, early part of the year, he was okay. He was hanging in there. But as the season went on and in the playoffs, he became more and more of a liability. Now, what do they use to replace him? Who's going to back up Rudy Gobert? Does this mean they're just going to go all in on Udoko Azabuke? They go out and find somebody else? Because there's rumor one of your favorite players could be coming back to Utah. George Yang hasn't left yet, so it's not him. I don't. But uh, Tony Bradley could be on the market with a little more experience. Could be coming back to the Jazz. But it's not, uh, it's not been determined yet. If Tony Bradley comes back and plays for the Utah Jazz, I will no longer be a Jazz fan. I will find a new basketball team. Are we clear? <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. If we are stupid enough to take Tony Bradley, Mr. Charmin Soft himself, back to this basketball team, I am going to become a Rockets fan, a Pistons fan, a Knicks fan. I don't care. I, I will flip a coin. I'll let our listeners pick me a new team. Are, do you understand me? I am not going to be a fan of a team that picks up a, a player that they used to have that they realized really sucked at the game of basketball. They gave him away for uh, a box of Boston beans and then brought him back 
just because they were sentimental. I'm not doing this. I swear. No, I'm serious. I swear to life. I will become a fan of a different basketball team. I will chuck all my jazz stuff, whatever it is, and I will become a fan of somebody else. I will do it, and I'll do it happily. It'd be great if they could get somebody who uh, brings some different versatility. Like, yeah, protect the rim, be able to grab some rebounds, but also have some offensive game. That's the problem with Rudy Gobert. He doesn't have set plays. He's great at lobs. Great at putbacks and dunks, but you can't throw the ball into him at the free throw line, and he'll go to work. He just he doesn't have that. You need to find somebody that can do that, or at least have a stand up uh, jump shot that can draw guys out, so you have some versatility there. Hey. Uh, by the way, the report today is that the Jazz are going to pursue Mike Connolly, and the offer that they're throwing out there again. This is just a report; it's nothing confirmed yet. But the report is three years. $75 million. It's too much. He's not worth that. Eric, he's not worth that. He's not even... like If you want to pay him three years, 35, by all means. But three years and $75 million To play 56 games. And play two games in the playoffs. That's what he's going to do. But they're... They'd get him for less than they're paying him now. And you get an elite point guard. He's not elite. If you went to the all-star game. Eric, he was a sub he's because been, there was no he's other option. He's been a great point guard for years. It was sentimental. There was nothing to it. It was romantic. It was like, oh, let's choose the guy who's never been paid to go to the all-star game with his head coach being the, the, you know, the coach of the team. That sounds like really good stuff. That's what's going to get ratings for the NBA. Wrong. Absolutely wrong. 8003. Jazz should have picked Keta to back up Rudy. I agree. Because now we got Azabuki. Well, Keta wasn't available. In the first round? Oh, yeah, I guess. They traded down. He went right before. He went 39. The Jazz selected at 40. Okay, well, then keep the pick. The other guys that Utah was targeting uh, Ayo Desongmu from Illinois. He went to Chicago. Miles McBride from West Virginia. He ended up going to Oklahoma City. So some of the guys that they were interested in just weren't uh, weren't weren't available, and uh, neither was Namiyash uh, Keta. By the way, which I don't, they wouldn't have selected Nimi. Someone, <laughs> they they were they were needing uh, that wing player, defender, outside shooter, which actually you know brings up another point that I wanted to point out in this draft last night. Centers, it used to be if you were seven feet tall. And you could walk and chew gum at the same time. Pretty good chance you're going in the first round. But there were very few centers selected, period, in this year's draft. You can tell that the shifting of how the the NBA and how they value players and what they want, uh, the type of players that they're looking for. Um, most of the centers were taken in the second round. Hey, that Russell Westbrook trade uh, going to the Lakers, he doesn't help L.A., right? I mean, you still got to lean on the fact that LeBron's got to be able to be healthy to play, to even have a shot at an NBA title. Russell Westbrook is not helping you win an NBA title. Great, glad you agree. Um, What was that? I don't know. 
No, look, I, I also thought that was weird. I thought that the Buddy Heald proposed trade probably would have worked out better. They would have kept more players, and they would have got somebody that could space the floor with LeBron James more. But with this Russell Westbrook move, I think what that does is allow LeBron to, to sit and let him have stretches where... Uh, what are you doing over there? Sorry, I turn that off. <laughs> Westbrook is, is doing things, but look, Westbrook, amazing talent, great motor, but does he really help teams get to the next level? I mean, yeah, he's been in the... Um, He's been deep in the playoffs before, but I don't know. I I, I don't know how those uh, how those egos all coexist. It doesn't. I don't think it really is going to work out. I don't. Man, it's weird. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I like people saying that he was a better deal than Buddy Hill is just bonkers. I think Buddy Hill. Well, he's a former a MVP. Deal. I mean, he's a triple double machine. Yeah, he's got a lot of stats and he's got some awards. And but you know, defensively, he's a, a bit of a liability. Um, when he has the ball, teams will uh, sag off of him on defense if he's outside the perimeter. This, <laughs> I would think, the Lakers want pieces around LeBron and Anthony Davis, not somebody who's going to compete with them on the court for the ball and for the time and for the attention. And that's what Russell Westbrook does. Whether it's intentional or not, that's what Russell Westbrook does. Uh, two quick texts and we got to get to a break. Uh, 5338, how many triple doubles does Westbrook have next year as a Laker? I'm going to say seven. I think he'll probably have more than seven, but he won't have anywhere near what he had. Last year in in Washington, or when he was in Houston, um, yeah, I don't. I think I don't. He's got more. He's got bigger players that play more significant roles in L.A. than what he's had in those other places. And then let's see here four two six zero. If the Wizards and KCP don't want to stay together, the Jazz should make an offer. Amen. I would give me KCP, please. Man, I'd love to have Contavious Caldwell. Oh, give me him. Ah, yes. He'd be great. Four, two, He'd six, fit zero. into the jazz system. Music to my ears. Love it. 2122 text into the show. Westbrook to LA is awesome for the rest of the Western Conference contenders. Westbrick. Oh, Westbrick. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Westbrick. Yes. Yes. LaBrick with Westbrick together. The Bricks. All right. We got to take a break. Coming back. Friday, five best. Five best draft picks in NBA history. Or, sorry, in jazz. History and the list is very short because they have only five good picks they've ever made in the draft. It's all coming up on the full court press 1069 the fan. Wouldn't it be nice to work for a company that puts their employees first and isn't afraid to say thanks for a job well done? An employer who respects you and has no problem rewarding you with a competitive wage and benefits package? You belong with a company like Third Gen Machine right here in Logan. Third Gen Machine is hiring CNC operators, machinists, and maintenance technicians. Apply on Indeed. Just go to Indeed.com and search 3rd Gen Machine. Trust me, 3rd Gen Machine is where you want to be. Equal Opportunity Employer. Loveland Living Planet Aquarium takes us outside our everyday lives into a world of discovery. It's a chance to explore our innate curiosity. 
discover animals from around the world, and experience the all-new outdoor plaza and eco. More to explore at Loveland Living Planet Aquarium. Reserve your visit at thelivingplanet.com. This is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. We often hear people say, I wish I could use White Pine, but I've already paid for arrangements elsewhere. Know that if you've already pre-planned with a different funeral home, you can still call White Pine. If you are being told you'll lose up to 25% of your money, White Pine will provide a discount equal to any fee for switching. If you have any questions, please stop by for a visit or give us a call. We would love to meet you and explain in more detail. White Pine Funeral Services, here when you need us most. A diamond is forever and is perfect to represent your love. For those special occasions, give her a natural, one-of-a-kind diamond as unique as she is. Our exclusive brand, Needham Brilliant Diamonds, is both beautiful and affordable with quarter-carat diamonds starting at $499. We have hundreds of sparkling diamonds at our integrity price guarantee with financing available. An investment for generations to come, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block at the sign of the clock. Enjoy the beautiful scenery and your favorite dishes on the spectacular outdoor patio at the Elements Restaurant. Ideal for every day or the special occasions in your life, the Elements has a beautiful atmosphere, impeccable service, and a delicious menu filled with salads, seafood, wood-fired pizzas, succulent steaks, sophisticated pastas, chicken, and more. You won't be disappointed with your visit to the Elements Restaurant and Riverside Patio for lunch or dinner. Between the beautiful Logan River and the Spring Hill Suites, call 750 Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. The health insurance marketplace has reopened. This special enrollment period is available to everyone. If you have been adversely affected by COVID, lost coverage, need to make a change, or simply want to enroll, now is the time we can help. Call 752-9493 to find out how much you could save. More tax credits are being offered. Greater cost sharing and coverage could start as soon as the first. Go to lssins.com or call 752 it doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. All right, Full Court Press wrapping up another show again. We go back to two hours starting Monday. Back at it, Eric. Eric is thrilled. He cannot wait. It's a lot of exciting stuff going on next week. We, yeah. Olympics going on. We're getting into more um, closer rounds for uh, the men's basketball tournament. Starting to become a lot clearer. We get into the quarterfinals and all that. The return of college football. Yeah, uh, media Camp day begins on August fifth. Uh, yeah, we have a Utah State football media day. That's uh, August fifth at noon. Uh, Coach Blake Anderson will do his press conference, and then we'll be able to meet with players one on one, assistant coaches included. So we'll get all the audio and get it to you, so you can listen to it all. All right, Eric, we got four minutes, or excuse me, three minutes. Friday five best, five best draft picks in NBA history. Your number five is for the Utah Jazz. For the Utah Jazz, number I'm- five on my list is Darren Williams, two thousand five, selected third overall by the Jazz. Part of a great team, uh, really became one of the best point guards in the NBA for a stretch there with Utah, got the Jazz to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, Darren Williams is number five on my list. Darren Williams was number five for me, too. I didn't think you were going to put him on there. I'm proud of you, Eric. 
Thank uh, you. Yeah, Der- yeah, formerly of Illinois. He had to sit and wait his time. Impatiently, he sat. But he had to sit and wait it out. Finally got his opportunity. Led his team to the Western Conference Finals in 07. Uh, part of a great modern era of a pick and roll with Boozer. Number five, Darren Williams. Uh, number four on my list is Donovan Mitchell. Uh, selected in, by the Denver Nuggets in 2017, but traded to the Utah Jazz. So I'm still going to consider that a Utah Jazz draft pick. Uh, 13th overall. He's been phenomenal. Uh, multiple-time All-Star for Utah and the face of the franchise uh, for the last few years and still a long future ahead of him. I know it sounds a little bit sour, but Paul Millsap is my number four. Okay, uh, He was a 40... 40- uh, it's not sour. That's a good pick. I strongly considered Millsap in my 47th top five. 47th overall. Uh, he was, I, I mean, to pick him up in the second round and him be an all-star. Now, he wasn't an all-star until he left the Utah Jazz. You can thank the Western Conference for that. Really good. 12.5 points, 7 boards, almost 2 assists in 7 seasons in Utah. I like that. Loved loved uh, Paul Millsap. Sad to see him go. Uh, I'm going to say 2013, Utah Jazz uh, also made a draft deal with the uh, Denver Nuggets getting Rudy Gobert at 27th. So he is number three on my list. Multiple. Wait, who is? Rudy Gobert. Oh, okay. Multiple-time Defensive Player of the Year, multiple-time All-Star, uh, just an All-NBA player, phenomenal pick for the Utah Jazz. Number three. Number three for me is John Stockton. Uh, great point guard. Uh, led, of course, led the NBA history with assists and steals. Um, wonderful. 72nd overall pick. Great pick for the Utah Jazz. Not my number one, though. Uh, number two on my list is John Stockton. Just for the reasons you just talked about, all-time leader in assists and steals, phenomenal lengthy career for the Utah Jazz in 1984, selected 16th overall. Number two for me is Rudy Gobert, uh, three-time defensive player of the year, monster, still needs an offensive game, but I'm going to, I mean, just his defensive and what he is, how he's changed the game in so many ways, especially in the modern era. Number one for me, Carl Malone, 1985, 13th pick overall, second leading scorer in the NBA, uh, great, tremendous career, one of the best, if not the best, power forwards of all time. Carl uh, Malone changed the the trajectory of the uh, Utah Jazz franchise, became a perennial Western power. Carl Malone led the Utah Jazz to the NBA Finals and nearly did it almost by himself. Not Stockton with any help. Carl Malone was the reason why the Jazz were why the Jazz were in the NBA Finals. Wow, I want to make that very clear. Uh, let's see here, six eight nine one. He's thrilled for August second. We go back to two hours. He hates the odd couple. Eight zero zero three has Carl, John, Donovan, Rudy, Mark, Ian. Interesting, interesting choice. I thought about Daryl Griffiths. Considered him. Uh, what about Adrian Dantley? Was he a draft? Uh, I don't think that the Jazz drafted him. Okay. Andre Karolinko, another one that I had on my consideration. We'll see you Monday, 4 to 6 p.m. on the Full Court Press. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. It was 25 years ago when the NBA had one of its more notable drafts. It featured Hall of Famers like Allen Iverson, Kobe Bryant, Ray Allen, and Steve Nash. Pretty high bar, but it's really hard to imagine last night's draft will have similar results. There were certainly some interesting picks, and the experts are saying it was a deep class. But there's so much speculation. The top few picks seem pretty safe. Cade Cunningham, Jalen Green, Evan Mobley. It can go sideways pretty quickly after that. I think the Raptors surprised a lot of people taking Scotty Barnes at number four. The Thunder taking in Australian guard Josh Giddy at number six. The Warriors taking a G-leaguer Jonathan Kuminga at number seven. So you never know. 
we don't realize how special that 1996 class was at the time. And maybe there's some hidden gems here. But it seems a lot more likely that teams are going to have to be patient and hope that someday we'll look back at this draft as something special. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.